With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, everybody. Hour two of the Jason Smith Show. Jason and Mike are out. They filled in for Doug Gottlieb and Covino and Rich earlier in the day. As the man just told you, Aaron Torres, Jason Martin, filling in for the guys. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Jason, it's 11 a.m., 11 p.m. on the East Coast. It means we are officially one hour away from the opening day of college football. By the way, I'm sure everybody saw, but but our colleagues, the 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 two pros and a cup of Joe guys, uh, Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox, as well as Dan Patrick, are in Ireland for the big week zero game, Navy against Notre Dame. USC will also play tomorrow, and in about 15 minutes, we'll tell you whether Caleb Williams can legitimately win a second Heisman Trophy or not. Jonas is killing it today. Whoa, Jonas. Okay, I hope. I hope. By the way, I hope they're having fun over there. It seemed like it seemed like they're having a good time. They have to be. Yeah, I, I would imagine. I, I can't. I, I can't imagine they come. Oh, yeah, I got hit in the balls at least a dozen times by six-year-olds. Wow. 
Okay, wow, it sounds like a very out of context. That would not be as much fun. I was gonna say that sounds like a busy trip to Ireland. I mean, I I don't know what you're doing hanging out with a bunch of six year olds in Ireland, Jonas. But hey, that's not my business. I'm oh, not here man. to f you. Whoa. Okay. Okay. We clearly have a we lot of Jonas Knox sound- drops. We got, yeah. we got quite a soundboard for Jonas. You have no idea. <laughs> None. <laughs> Maybe we'll play those a little later on in the show. Uh, but the boys were in Ireland. And uh, the big game is tomorrow, Jason. Notre Dame at Na- uh, Notre Dame versus Navy in Ireland. I saw a report: forty thousand uh, American fans, both Navy and Notre Dame, are headed over there. Let me just ask you point blank: um, We are entering college football. Obviously, Week Zero is here. Most of the marquee teams do not play tomorrow. But what are you looking forward to? I mean, there's so many storylines, so many narratives. Georgia's going for a third straight title. Caleb Williams, again, we'll talk about in 15 minutes whether he can win a second straight Heisman Trophy. Alabama. By the way, maybe we start there, Jason. Did you see what Nick Saban said about his quarterback situation this week? I, I didn't. I, I, if you didn't, it's fine. I'll just read you the quotes. They're kind of jarring. I don't know if you saw him, but let, let me let me. I'm listening. I'm listening. Let me let me find these Nick Saban quotes really quick. Basically, for people who do not know, um, Nick Saban and Alabama are searching for a, they're, they're still searching for the quarterback to replace Bryce Young, um, who of course is now the number one pick in the NFL draft. By the way, he had a very nice night tonight uh, in his final regu- uh, final preseason game. I bring it up to say they have three quarterbacks on that roster. Uh, they have two returnees, Jalen Milrow, who played some some snaps last uh, last year in replacement of Bryce Young when he got hurt. And then on top of that, they also have a freshman named Ty, a redshirt freshman, excuse me, named Ty Simpson, who I think a lot of people thought was the heir apparent. They also brought in, ironically, we just talked about uh, we just talked about Notre Dame. Their starting quarterback last year, Tyler Buckner, uh, has transferred in as Notre Dame brought in their own transfer. But this is what Nick Saban had to say yesterday uh, uh, about the quarterback situation, Jason. And and you just tell me if you're an Alabama fan on a scale of one to ten, how how nervous you are. So again, they're looking for a quarterback. Nick Saban said this after practice on Wednesday. I told the quarterbacks. I said, quit looking around for me to make a decision about who's going to play. How about you playing good enough that I don't have to make a choice? That's what you can control. That's what you can do. And somebody needs to do that. And it's sort of taking shape to some degree, but somebody's got to do it. That does not sound like a guy that is confident in the guys in his quarterback room, Jason. Am I looking too much into it? Because that does not sound like a confident coach to me. No, and it's not something we've had to deal with with Alabama for a very, very long time. It's kind of unprecedented territory, and it is. If you're an Alabama fan, you have to be really nervous because you're already looking at LSU, and some look at LSU as being kind of the team coming out of that side of the Southeastern Conference, and that's not what you want with Brian Kelly in year two after they overperformed in year one. Bama, what you don't want to be is the team that seems to be on the decline – but not just from one, but from multiple places, where you've got two or three other teams that now also have a claim to say maybe they're you know kind of on the right trajectory and they're taking over as well. And you could see that, right? If LSU does that this year, and you've got what Tennessee did last year and what Tennessee may well do this year as well, we already—I'm not even mentioning Georgia because that's obvious. Then all of a sudden you're looking at Bama as the you know third, fourth best team in the Southeastern Conference, and then here comes Oklahoma and Texas. And the NIL stuff gets even crazier. The the rules and everything get crazier. 
the playoff expands and all these things. This is one of the reasons why I said two years ago I thought Saban would be done within five years, not because he couldn't win anymore, but because he was just going to get tired of this and go full Danny Glover in lethal weapon and say, I'm too old for this bleep. And that was just going to be the end of it. He was going to get frustrated with the the advantages that he and folks like him had created in college football. Now they have to play by a completely new system. And it's not that he can't do it. I just don't know that he's going to be interested in doing it for much longer. And, of course, this is coming from somebody, as you know, Aaron, that, that roots for Alabama. But it is – uh, this is a treacherous situation, and it's certainly going to be one of the most fascinating things to watch. If they don't have a quarterback back in the day, that wasn't nearly as big of a problem as it appears to be now. Yeah, it's just I, I think the SEC is in, better than it's been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU has always had to, uh, has always had talent, but I think this is the best coach that they've had. I mean, that's been kind of the running joke about LSU is that literally anyone can win a national championship their last three coaches have done it and obviously Tennessee as you said uh Jason chimes in by the way if you want to tweet at us Aaron underscore Torres at Jmart radio you can always get in on Twitter Jason tweets in 181 hours from Deion Sanders leading Colorado into Fort Worth uh that will be the big noon game next Saturday Jason what are you expecting in year one from Deion Sanders coach prime in Colorado Lord, I don't know, but I can't wait to see it. Um, like you, you know, you were saying, what are you excited about with the season? And then we kind of diverged and started talking about Alabama. And I was just going to cheat and say all of it. I mean, we love college football. The two of us live and breathe college football, and we love the NFL too. Don't get us wrong, but uh, I just I can't wait for this. I can't wait for the weather to catch up to it as well as it was a almost 110 heat index here today uh, in Nashville, but. Yes, the the situation in Colorado and what Dion is going to do in year one. I have no idea what it's going to be, but I'm going to have a front row seat for it. I, I want to watch every game. I want to see every press conference. I want to see how this experiment goes in year one. I certainly am not someone who's skeptical of Dion and, and doesn't think that this is going to work out. I'm curious how long he plans on being there and, and whether or not there's going to be another job that's going to lure him along the way. But Colorado football now becomes must-see television for the first time this century, easily. And, and that right there is enough. Like that, They are relevant. Regardless of the record, they're going to be one of the most interesting watches week after week throughout this season. Yeah, my only real take on them is that I think they'll probably – like. The the whole did they bring you know did they run off too many guys and is it right or is it wrong like like I don't really care we're in the NIL era players have more options and mm-hmm. opportunities than anybody else and if the coach says you're not good enough or he says we're taking your like this is the world that everybody agreed to the players get more rights but obviously there's more responsibility that comes with it I just look at that team and say the schedule is just so tough mm-hmm. that I like like we can make fun of the Pac-12 and what became of it and whatever. But that is going to be a very good league this year. Five teams in the first top twenty, uh, the top twenty of the first coaches poll in that league, and and you look at Colorado's schedule just in September, Jason, at TCU, the national runners-up from a year ago, as 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 our listener Jason referenced. Then Nebraska at home, Colorado State. Okay, that should be a win. At Oregon and USC at home, all before October first. So at TCU, Nebraska, at Oregon, USC, all before October 1st. So if if Colorado is 1-4, I don't know that that's a reflection of whether Coach Prime knows what he's doing or not, um, but that's going to be fascinating to watch. Really quickly, 
I'm sure Jason and Mike talked about this the other day. You and I have not been on air. We do the Saturday show. By the way, if you guys and girls are enjoying listening to us talk college football, we are on every Saturday from 10 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. talking college football. Um, real quick, Jason. Uh, the, the Jim Harbaugh thing, it became mm-hmm. official this week, three games. We don't need to get into the absurdity of the suspension itself and the NCAA. We all think it's stupid. I don't think there's anybody that's sitting there saying, yeah, the NCAA got this one right. I guess my question for you is, do you believe it will have any impact at all on Michigan, the preseason number two team in the country, a team that a lot of people, myself certainly included, think is good enough to win a national championship? Nope. <laughs> what do you, what do you want me to say? I mean, I mean, look at the first four games. Even when it was a four-game suspension, it was East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. And then they have Nebraska. And then they have Minnesota. I mean, this is a really good football team. And if you wanted this to play perfectly for you, if you're Jim Harbaugh and, you know, you're going to get this wrist slap and disappear for a few weeks – this is the exact schedule that you want because I don't. I, I I'm pretty sure any of us could stand on the sidelines wearing maize and blue and an AT and T headset, and they could still win the game. Like there's going to be plenty of other staff members there. These guys know what they're doing, and they're not going to drop the ball against. No disrespect intended, which means here comes the disrespect. But East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. Uh, hard pass on picking Michigan to blow that because Jim Harbaugh is missing the games. Well, you know how I know they're not concerned. Uh, yesterday they came out. They have, how about this? They will have a different person in charge, essentially the yeah. head coach for not only all three games, but in the second game against UNLV, there will be two different head coaches, essentially. So in game one, it will be the defensive coordinator, Jesse Minter. Game two, they will split it between two different uh, assistant coaches. And then game three, it'll be Sharon Moore, the offensive coordinator. I-, I will say, I think it's kind of a cool thing from Jim Harbaugh. You know, I think, you know, Lane Kiffin said this a few weeks ago when he got one of his uh, assistant coaches, let him kind of call plays and do all that stuff. He just said, I want to create opportunities for, um, you know, young coaches, especially uh, minority coaches. I-, I think Jim Harbaugh is kind of thinking the same thing. Let's get all these guys experience as a head coach. I bring it up to say, uh, I think if Michigan as a program was that worried, then they probably, uh, you know, they, they they probably would just name one guy and move on really quickly. We kind of just touched on it to lead the segment. Georgia going for three straight. Um, I'll just be quick on this. I get. I think two things can be true. Number one team in the country. They deserve to be. They should be. Uh, I was at the title game last year at SoFi Stadium against TCU, and Kirby Smart basically said, he said, uh, we're going to be good enough to do this again next year. And he basically hinted like this season, in other words, last year, the 2022 season, that was actually the rebuilding year, and they were building more towards this year. But I'll also say it, it is so tough to win one, let alone go back to back to back three straight uh, I did just finish the Urban Meyer Swamp Kings documentary. I won't do any spoilers, but you can even see in that documentary after they won that first title in 06 how guys get a little complacent, how they just whatever. Like it, It's just so hard to do it a second time, let alone a third. What do you make of Georgia going for a third straight? I mean, I, I don't see any reason to think it's not possible, but you're right. It is crazy difficult to do. Uh, it's still a sport, though, where outside of a handful of teams, you know before the season begins, most of these teams aren't going to have a shot. Now, they could play spoiler, but they're not going to be the one that's going to dethrone Georgia. 
So I guess the better question is, and one that we're going to have to answer at some point, is who's going to take Georgia down and when is it going to happen? Is somebody going to get them in the SEC East? Is Tennessee going to get them? Or, is, or are they going to go unscathed into the SEC title game and lose there? Are they going to lose something along the way that no one's expecting? Or are they going to get beat in the college football playoff if they don't win the championship? This is something I never thought I would say. And we can, we can take it to the break and then we can come back and talk more about this. I never would have thought that the following take would have exited my mouth a year or certainly a year and a half ago. I just think Stetson Bennett is going to be harder to replace than people think. I know how much talent they've got, but there was something about Stetson Bennett that defied all logic, that defied everything. I know, I know. The record skip is is totally apt. I can't believe I just said it because I was the one saying he should be benched after they lost the SEC title game to Alabama, and then he came back and won the national title. But I do think that, and look, you're seeing it at Alabama right now, and you're seeing it in places where this guy was supposed to come in and be something that he turned out not to be. Sometimes it just doesn't work. I know the talent Georgia has, but Stetson Bennett had some intangible stuff that I'm not. I'm going to need to see what George is doing from the quarterback position and whether or not they can score the same way. And, and is the defense going to be good enough to stop some of these high-powered offenses like a Tennessee, for example, in the SEC? Well, I'll tell you what. We will come back and we will discuss just that. What? Where could Georgia get tripped up? What does it mean? And we'll also look, of course, at Caleb Williams, who makes his debut in what will almost certainly be the final season of his college career for USC. They do play in Week 0 tomorrow. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin filling in for Jason. And Mike should mention, by the way, we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming up, college football conversation continues. Where could Georgia get tripped up? And Caleb Williams with his debut again tomorrow. Is he winning a second straight Heisman? That's next. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. This is the Jason Smith Show. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon out this evening. They were in for Doug Gottlieb and Cavino and Rich. You can download those podcasts if you missed Jason and Mike earlier in today. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin filling in for the guys. And, of course, if you ever want to get into the show, you can tweet us at Jason Mar- at Jmart Radio at Aaron underscore Torres. For the break, doing a little college football. Week zero starts tomorrow. And we were talking about, Jason, just a minute ago, Georgia obviously going for a third straight national championship and really not a ton of roadblocks uh, on the schedule. For people who don't know, they were scheduled to play Oklahoma, but with Oklahoma going to the SEC, that game was kind of canceled. Um, but you look at the schedule, SEC, home op- SEC opener is home against South Carolina, at Auburn, Kentucky at home. The only ranked teams they play, in the preseason poll, I should say, final couple weeks of the year, they play Ole Miss at home in early November and then the following week at Tennessee. So I guess I would just ask you, you know, I, I, we'll do our predictions on tomorrow's show, our, our college football official predictions, but if I asked you most likely outcome for Georgia, like, like let's say the scenario happens where they don't win the national championship. Is it they get tripped up in the playoff? Is it that they lose a game and then lose in the SEC championship game? Do you think they uh, take multiple losses during the regular season? What do you think is the most likely outcome for these Bulldogs? I mean, I still think it's probably a college football playoff. I mean, I guess you could see maybe a Tennessee get them. I don't know. I'm going to need to see what happens in the SEC West to see if I really believe in those teams. I mean, if I if you had to if you asked me today, I still think Georgia probably is going to win it all. But it is crazy to think that you would do that after doing it twice in a row and with again losing a starting quarterback that was awfully efficient for you. 
in a way where he almost had to be. But I just don't know. I, I can't pick who's going to beat them. And I guess until that week when I say, hey, this might be the team that gets them. Tennessee, I need to see what they look like without Hendon Hooker. I need to see if Joe Milton has learned how to throw with accuracy or not. Uh, or if he's still going to be overthrowing his receivers by seven yards down the field. And is there somebody else that's going to step up and take another step, at least, in a direction that we're not anticipating? I I don't know. There's still a lot of questions, and we're just going to have to let it play out. But if you put me to it and say, where are they likely to lose? I'd have to think it's in the college football playoff. Um, Maybe the SEC title game if LSU is as good as some people say they might be. It'll be interesting to follow. Uh, Stetson Bennett, by the way, people forget Heisman Trophy uh, finalist last year, mm-hmm. over 4,000 yards passing, 68% completion percentage, 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Um, all I'll say is, is you know, without spoiling everything, uh, you know, again, we'll do our, our official picks tomorrow. I, I do think, you know, it, it's interesting because even in the SEC, you know, you look at a couple things like, Remember, Brian Kelly was asked about Georgia at SEC Media Days, and he basically acknowledged, we think we can get to where they are, but we are not there yet, not anywhere close. He didn't say not anywhere close, but he said, you know, if we keep recruiting the way that we are, we believe that we'll have a roster good enough to beat Georgia uh, in time. And then Alabama, we just talked about it a minute ago, um, you know, a situation where they don't – Nick Saban did not sound confident in any of the quarterbacks that he has – uh, so we'll see. It all starts tomorrow. Georgia does not play until week one. But uh, but but Georgia, obviously the two-time reigning national champ, number one in all the polls, and for good reason. Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres, Jason Martin. We are filling in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Uh, and we are brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Tell you what, Jason, uh, we'll come back. I do want to talk Caleb Williams. He makes his, uh, I keep saying debut. It's not his debut. He played last year. He was awesome last year. He won the Heisman last year. Is he going to do it again? We'll discuss that next. But first, want to toss it over to the news desk. DeSager, busy night. Uh, and the floor is yours, my friend. An update regarding our breaking news from last hour. A shooting inside the White Sox ballpark during the game tonight. Chicago police are expected to provide an update on this shooting, which they have confirmed there was one. The update coming in about 15 minutes. Now, the cancellation of the post-game concert was said to be because of, quote, technical issues. At least that's what they told the fans in the announcement on the scoreboard. But Chicago police could be seen with their rifles outside the stadium as fans were let out of the ballpark after the home loss against Oakland tonight. A live round was reportedly recovered by security inside the ballpark and taken to the security office behind home plate at gate four. I have heard the scanner where someone reports blood in section 162, which would be the left field seats. A White Sox rep and the chief of patrol in Chicago will address the media again in about 15 minutes regarding the shooting there. A man who attended the game told 
told ABC7 in Chicago that he was sitting a couple rows behind where the shooting occurred, said he didn't hear or see what happened, but moments later a woman did appear to be bleeding from the leg. That apparently is the fan who was taken to a local hospital. Meanwhile, in the NFL, a trade tonight as the 49ers dealt quarterback Trey Lance to Dallas for a fourth-rounder next year, and a report in Dallas says quarterback Will Greer will play every down now Saturday and then be released next week. Tonight, it was the Lions coming back to win at Carolina in an exhibition, 26-17. Now, there's a rookie running back tonight for the Panthers, Cameron Peoples from Appalachian State, who had four carries, four yards, two fumbles. Have I mentioned cut-down day is coming up on Tuesday when each team has to be down to 53 active players and then the practice squads are established the next day. Detroit wins, even though they were down, notably 10-0 at Carolina in the first quarter when Bryce Young was in the game for the Panthers and he had a touchdown pass to Adam Thielen. Tennessee 23-7 over New England. The Patriots truly did not care about this, quote, game. Patriots (laughs) offense only 79 yards net while Tennessee had at about 370 and the late contest is at san francisco halftime chargers 10-6 over the niners brock purdy with a five-yard touchdown run in the first quarter but the extra point was missed as two niners kickers are injured starter the rookie third rounder jake moody out with a strained quad they thought zane gonzalez was going to kick tonight turns out he's out with a calf injury colin morikawa is tied for the lead at the tour championship with victor hovland in the new women's soccer rankings the u.s fell to number three as for mlb we've got three late games to report on arizona trying to get into the playoffs a 5-1 leader over the reds in the top of the six royals leading at seattle 3-2 in the bottom of the fourth inning and the braves are winning again it's four nothing at san francisco top of the sixth inning when this was about fifth inning i'm thinking they're more than halfway home to a win because it's spencer strider on the mound That's for the right. braves tonight a victory for him would put him at 15 and 4 he has seven strikeouts in five scoreless innings throwing a two hitter against the giants so far milwaukee won at sixth in a row downing san diego minnesota blitz texas the rangers have lost eight in a row cleveland and the dodgers got victories wins for philadelphia and pittsburgh baltimore hit a two run homer bottom of the eighth to edge colorado 5-4. The Yankees and Garrett Cole won at Tampa Bay 6-2 and Detroit with four runs bottom of the ninth including a home run beat Houston by a final of 4-1. to And in case you haven't heard there was a statement from LeBron James family spokesman tonight about the health of Bronny James saying in part the probable cause of Bronny's sudden cardiac arrest a month ago has been identified. It is a significant congenital heart defect mm which can and will be treated, it says. We are confident in Bronny's full recovery and return to basketball in the very near future, end quote. Back to you. Thank you very much, Steve DeSager, and we'll obviously be uh, checking in with you as this press conference with the White Sox continues to uh, to unfold, and we'll keep everybody updated on that emerging story in Chicago. This is Fox Sports Radio. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin filling in for Jason Smith and, of course, uh, Mike Harmon as well. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. And I should mention, 
Week zero starts tomorrow. Football fans, be sure to tune in to Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM every Saturday and Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff on Fox Sports Radio. Saturdays, Brian No, former Penn State All-American Rich Orenberger and betting analyst Jared Smith will walk you right up till college football kickoffs. And on NFL Sundays, Brian No, eight-year NFL vet Jeff Schwartz and professional better Bill Crack Krakenberg will take you right up until the early NFL kickoffs. You can listen to Countdown to Kickoff weekend mornings right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Again, Week 0 starts tomorrow. Not a ton of marquee games, but there are marquee storylines to follow. Maybe the most interesting one, 8 p.m. Eastern time, USC kicks off its season, and Caleb Williams, of course, kicks off his post-Heisman campaign. Um, And it's fascinating. I mean, he had an incredible year last year led led uh, USC from 4 and 8 the previous year to 11 wins and of course uh, was on the verge of the playoff until he got hurt in that Pac-12 championship game 4500 yards passing 42 touchdowns but it's interesting because as great as he was uh he will enter the season obviously as the Heisman Trophy favorite but we're going on 50, 50 or so years since the last person repeated as a Heisman Trophy winner, and it has only been done once. And so, Jason, it's it's kind of the Georgia conversation that we just had. Um, Georgia should be ranked number one. Caleb Williams should be the Heisman Trophy favorite. I think it's going to be really hard for him to repeat just because of the he set the bar so freaking high last year. Yeah, see, that's the problem. It's not that he won't be great. It's that he's going to have to clear his own goodness in many respects to impress people because we already have seen such a high level from him that if he comes and does the same thing, it won't be seen as a disappointment, but it's we're going to take it for granted, or some people with votes are going to take it for granted. The reason why the best coach in the NFL, the best coach in the NBA doesn't always win Coach of the Year is because they already have. It's the same reason why LeBron James was an MVP more times than he has been throughout his career. It's just difficult because you have set a certain standard, and so we expect a certain thing from you. And when you hit that, even though that was good enough last year, now we're like, all right, man, what have you done for me lately? Like, this is all right, but there's somebody. It's easier for somebody that started at a lower place to impress people more, even if they get to the same level as a Caleb Williams, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And, uh, you know, the other thing is, too, obviously, if the team regresses in any way, and, and it's something we, you and I have talked about on our Saturday show, but as disappointing as the end of the Pac-12 is, and this is obviously the, the last year of the Pac-12 as we know it, um, it's going to be a really good league. I mean, you look at the just the preseason AP poll, uh, USC's ranked in the top 10, but Washington's ranked in the top 10, Utah, Oregon, and Oregon State all in the top 20, and UCLA is right on the outside of just receiving votes. So essentially, according to the pollsters, six of basically the top 30 teams in college football are in the Pac-12, mm-hmm. and you, you look at the back end of the schedule, you throw in a Notre Dame game at Notre Dame, which is obviously not a conference game, Final six games of the year at Notre Dame, Utah at home, Washington at home, at Oregon, UCLA at home. So that's four top 20 teams, two of them on the road, plus a rival in UCLA who almost beat you last year. I just think it's going to be really tough because that bar has been set so high. There's no margin for error. Um, And the other thing too, Jason, and this is kind of cliche, but I, I think there is something to it, is, you know, 
part of the Heisman, part of why we love it, is the storyline and the narrative around it. I mean, mm-hmm. now Caleb Williams could put up stats that are so good that they put everybody else to shame and it doesn't matter. But you start talking about some of these other guys that could be in the mix and the narrative that could be around them. If Texas is all of a sudden back and qu- it's going to be at least in part because Quinn Ewers was really good. I guess in theory maybe because Arch Manning is really good. I mean, yeah, you know, we don't know, but right. it, it's go. If Texas is really good, there is going to be a star quarterback that's behind it. I mentioned Washington being in the top ten. They have a quarterback that everybody loves. Um, you know, whoever Michigan with JJ McCarthy. I just bring this all up to say is that. He's got to be better than he was. The team has to be in contention again. And then you got to hope that there's no crazy Joe Burrow, Johnny Manziel, out of nowhere storyline. Caleb Williams is incredible. Caleb Williams is going to be the number one pick in the next NFL draft, but he has his back up against the wall to win a second straight Heisman. Yeah, that's right. I mean, think about Bryce Young, right? Think about Bryce Young two years ago and Bryce Young last year. What did I say repeatedly watching Alabama last year? And I think you agree with me. We saw just how great Bryce Young was last year because there wasn't the kind of talent around him as there was the year prior or what Mac Jones had in his final year at Alabama. Bryce had to be good on every play. And guess what? The same thing was true for Caleb Williams because that defense could not stop anything. They were giving up 70 points a game, it felt like, and that was even a gift. Like, Caleb had to score on almost every possession, and he did. It was an incredible season. Uh, It'd be nice if the defense gave him a little bit of a breather this year, but if they do in any way, Caleb probably doesn't win the Heisman. Um, Again, it's it's just going to be easier for somebody to impress that starts from beneath and is able to then advance even if they go to the same level as Caleb. That said, Caleb Williams is the best player in college football. That said... Caleb Williams does have a good chance to do the unthinkable and go back-to-back with Heisman because he is that special. Caleb Williams and USC kick off their season tomorrow, Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Pac-12 Network against San Jose State. Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres, Jason Martin filling in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Mike Harmon and, and Jason were on earlier in the day filling in for Doug Gottlieb and Cavino and Rich. If you missed any of what they did, make sure to download the podcast. Tell you what, Jason, we'll come back. We'll continue the quarterback conversation. From an NFL perspective, it's Caleb Williams 1 and Drake May 2. But are we getting that conversation wrong? We'll discuss that next. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to download. Dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. This is the Jason Smith Show. Jason and Mike are out. They were in earlier today for Doug Gottlieb and Cavino and Rich. Aaron Torres and Jason Martin are in. You can, of course, tweet us at jmartradio at Aaron underscore Torres. By the way, quick note from DeSager. There was an incident outside of the White Sox game we just talked to you about. Inside the White Sox game. There was supposed to be a police news conference right about now that has been canceled. DeSager will keep you updated as we get more information there. Jason, before the break, we were talking a little bit about Caleb Williams and his efforts to repeat as Heisman Trophy winner. Caleb Williams and USC kick off their season tomorrow. Next Saturday, very intriguing game uh, as North Carolina plays South Carolina in a uh, obviously a uh, you know non-conference game, neutral site game, whatever, and that game will feature the guy that virtually everybody assumes to be the second quarterback in college football this year, Drake May, the quarterback at North Carolina, coming off a season where he threw for well over four thousand yards, thirty-eight touchdowns, seven interceptions. 
Just curious your perspective on him and, you know, obviously, look, we're going to have plenty of time to break him down as a draft prospect, but very good college prospect, uh, very highly rated recruit that chose North Carolina over a bunch of places like Alabama. Um, what do you make of him? Because obviously he's a little bit more under the radar going into this year than a Caleb Williams. I mean, I just think the only thing that really could stop him is if he goes and has – Remember what Sam Howell was talked about the the year where it all kind of fell apart for North Carolina? Of course. And like going into that year, there was talk of him being a top 10 pick, top 5 pick, and we know how that went. And now, like, hey, it's working out for him. He's getting his opportunity now to start in Washington. We'll see how it goes. And it's interesting just because it's another North Carolina quarterback. But if the team around him fails in certain respects – then maybe he's not going to look quite the same. Or maybe he is, because we just spent time talking about how Caleb and Bryce over the last few years, and last year in particular for both of those guys, had to be nearly flawless on every drive because their defenses couldn't be counted on, and and maybe they didn't have the skill talent at Alabama. They certainly did uh, for the most part at SC, but they dealt with injuries there. So I think it's the same story. If North Carolina is not good around them, if – you know, they make some mistakes defensively if they get got, and it's not Drake May's fault. I don't know if that knocks him or not, but he needs to be in Heisman conversation, right? Like, I think that's the that's the thing. Like, are we still talking about Drake May being someone that's invited to New York in December? If not, we got to see what that means for the draft. And maybe it's going to mean absolutely nothing because we do know what his talent says and, and how he was touted – coming out of high school but I think that's maybe the only thing for me is just what is this football team going to be because I don't look at North Carolina who well you know the preseason polls which I you know absolutely hate and are the bane of my existence they're 20th and 21st in the country right now so they're already seen as a team with flaws so what does that mean are they gonna be a four loss team and we're still talking about Drake May or is he going to become an afterthought and then he's going to be you know, a guy that then gets talked about again during the off season. That might be the only thing that really kind of derails where he finds himself right now. And maybe not. Maybe people have him slotted in and this is just the way it's going to be. Really quickly, what do you make of Quinn Ewers? Because why I ask is because this is kind of part college football conversation but part NFL draft conversation with most people projecting Caleb Williams and Drake May to be the top two quarterbacks off the board next year. I bring it up because I was I was reading one mock draft credible website a few days ago and they have Quinn Ewers the 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 former five-star quarterback was great against Alabama last year for Texas I should mention he plays at Texas uh was really good early in the year last year I don't think people realize Texas finished eight and five which year two under Sark okay whatever um but I bring it up because Quinn Ewers ended up completing 56 percent of his passes when it was all said and done 15 touchdowns, six interceptions. That doesn't sound like a former number one recruit in the country. I know he was dealing with injuries first year under Steve Sarkeesian. This year, obviously, the coaching staff is back. He'll have a year under his belt. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to ex- – I, I, I'll put it this way. Maybe it's my anti-Texas bias. I'm not anti-Texas, right. but I just – I don't – like, I need to see it to believe it. Yes. I was a little surprised to see him in 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 a mock draft in in round one. And maybe I shouldn't be. He's a third year junior. He was the number one quarterback in his high school class. So maybe I shouldn't be surprised. But I kind of was, and I, I certainly with that guy in in Texas as well. 
I'm more in like I gotta see it mode. Like like Drake May, he could have a great statistical year, and yeah. I, I think you know the team might not be good, and that might not necessarily be his fault. But Quinn Ewers, he's got to have a good statistical year, and his team should be good. Like if Quinn Ewers is who everybody seems to think he's capable of, that probably means Texas is a Big Twelve contender and maybe even a playoff contender. If they're not, mm-hmm. Sark's going to be out of there. I think. I mean, unless unless Ewers is absolutely terrible and it's all on him. And I, I don't think that's going to be the case. This better be the year for Texas because we we have had people on that know college football, and we have talked about this repeatedly. Texas and Oklahoma have got to find a way to create some positive buzz and some positive momentum exiting this season. Regardless of whether it ends in a college football playoff or it ends with a two-loss season or something like that, it's got to go better for both of them than it went last year. They can't continue along this way. If and but here's the point here's the point about yours. If Texas I hate to even say this because I I don't believe it. I'm with you. Uh, They're kind of in James Harden territory for me. (laughs) I'm going to have to see it before I believe it. Um, If Texas is back, and yeah, that was not me clearing my throat because I was having a problem. It was me clearing my throat because Texas is a problem. Then, yes. Then you can start talking about him the way that those draft experts were talking about him. It's going to depend on what's around him to see how good he can actually look because I don't think he's going to get the benefit of the doubt. I think Drake May probably will because of where he started. But when you look at Quinn Ewers and where he finds himself, he's going to have to stand out. And the only way that that happens is if Texas is back, and then it plays to his strength. It'll be fascinating to watch. Um, yeah, I, I, I just – I'll tell you this really quick because we got to get back to the NFL and talk some more Trey Lance. But I find the whole college – narrative this year fascinating Jason Alabama we don't know who their quarterback is Georgia has a new quarterback Ohio State has a new quarterback maybe that opens a door for Michigan maybe it opens a door for USC Notre Dame etc Jason I'll just say this because we're up against it this has a chance to be a very special year Jason oh yeah Uh, who knows like this is gonna be it's gonna be fun because when you don't know exactly what you're going to get from quarterbacks in so many different key spots around the country, it does open the door. I am fascinated to see who steps up in the moment and what colleges are going to be on the outside looking in. This is Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show. Jason and Mike are out. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin filling in. Coming up, back to the story of the night, Trey Lance, a cowboy. That's next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.